the devil persecuted the Christians of Smyrna. Well, he's in the business of persecution. And he's still in the same business today. As a matter of fact, he may even use family members to do it for him. Izmir is a great port city in western Turkey. It is the country's third most populous city. Its port is second only to Istanbul and is one of the most beautifully situated cities in all of Asia Minor. It lies at the head of a gulf that reaches 30 miles inland and has a harbor well protected by surrounding mountains. The urbanization of Izmir dates back over 3,500 years and was known as Smyrna perhaps named after a goddess of the Greeks who founded the city. It is the second of the seven churches of Revelation. The ancient remains of the city are located in the middle of Izmir. In the last few years, buildings around the original excavation site have been torn down to make way for more excavations of this historic site. A primary school, which burned, was not rebuilt and has been incorporated into the excavation site. You know, as I stroll through the ancient part of the city here, it's not too difficult to imagine what it must have been like almost 2,000 years ago. Because some things in Turkey today have changed, but some things really haven't changed that much. Well, just imagine the the shopkeepers and the sellers, these people know how to sell. They know how to barter. They know how to trade because they've been doing it for thousands and thousands of years. They're experts at it. Imagine over here the little shopkeeper with her bread selling her wares. And then the next one, the, the fine carpets. The next one, the linens. And as the people nudge and jostle one another through the days of the hot day as they buy all of their wares, they come over here to a, a natural spring that is so cool, so cold, so refreshing. Why, well, it's just absolutely wonderful. It's so exciting to think we're here. Smyrna, biblical Smyrna. What a phenomenal area. So much history. But you realize that we're only here for a short amount of time. We, we talk about thousands of years, but it's only a short amount of time, you see, because God created us for eternity, not for time. And that's a whole difference. That's what made the difference here to the Christians when God could point them to the heavenly universe above. To date, the most important result of the new studies has been the discovery of the Agora's Northern Gate. Embossed figures of the goddess Hestia found in these digs were a continuation of the Zeus altar uncovered during the original digs. The gods Hermes, Dionysus, Eros, and Hercules have also been found, as well as many statues, 
heads, figurines, and monuments of people and animals made of marble, stone, bone, glass, metal, and terracotta. We're in a beautiful city here, the city of Kiev. Lilia, where were you born? I was born here in Kiev. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What's, what's your occupation? What do you do? I work for a construction company as a manager. The building here over my shoulder was built by our company. How many years have you done that? In this organization, I worked for four years, but I used to work for a different company that deal with the construction as well. Now, I know you're a Christian now, but how about all your life? What? Tell me more about your life. Yes, those are old days, of course, but I'm a Christian since year 2000. What was your life like before that? A life of an original person. I was a person who believed in human power, believing only myself and my close ones. So was there any happiness in the, the life of the old Lilia? Of course, the birth of my son and the love of my life, who I married. Life brings a lot of happiness. So you're like many people. Uh, good job, marriage, child, don't really care about God. I always thought that God was there, but I believed that He was too busy for me. Something changed for you. Tell me what that was. I believe that God didn't want a person like me to go through with so many sufferings. My son was a good kid until 8th grade. In high school, I started noticing things, but I couldn't understand what just yet. But later, I found out that he was doing drugs. For those that know about this problem, maybe some of you are going through these problems, and you do realize that this is hell on earth. And I was the woman who came so close to this hell. Fourteen years, my son was taking drugs. Me and my husband tried to put him through treatments and tried to get help. Nothing helped. He came and said, listen, mom, everything that you and the rest of the people told me, I let in one year and out of the other. He said his only wish is to do drugs. My husband at a point told me that I don't have a son anymore. We lost our son. With me lives my mother who is 87 years old. We were going through a rough time. My son sold everything we had. My only option at that time felt like I either had to kill myself 
or start drinking heavily. Even though I was not baptized, nor did I come to Christ, I still had Christ help me through my tough times. We know that Alexander the Great was in this area, but the rest of it is legend. He fell asleep one day after a hunt up here on this hill. In a dream, a goddess appeared to him and said, you should relocate the city up here. Well, before he did that, he traveled some distance and checked with an oracle. The oracle, too, had the same idea and said, yes, it will be a blessing for you to do so. So he directed his general to rebuild the city up there. Now, what seems to be fact is Lysimachus, his general, actually constructed walls in some of the area of the city up there and lived there himself for some time. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Izmir, Turkey. It's actually the ancient biblical city of Smyrna. It's an active archaeological site. This whole area was destroyed by an earthquake in AD 178, but Marcus Aurelius took it upon himself to rebuild it. I understand all these archways, all these columns, were his addition to fortify the city and fortify this area against future earthquakes. If you've ever wondered what the wife of Marcus Aurelius looked like, well, there she is, right up on the top of the arch. Her name was Foestina. So you're drinking, you're considering suicide. What happened from that moment? One day, I heard my doorbell ring, and when I answered it, in front of me, people stood that attended church. I made sure to identify myself and to see what they wanted. I found out that he was actually attending a church, and I believe that God guided him. I was worried that my son would end up 
where he started, so I decided to meet those people. They agreed to meet with me, and I decided to tell them everything. Then people started telling me who I am. They invited me to visit their church. This church is located here in Kyiv, and it's called the Victory Church. The pastor here in Kyiv, he's from Zimbabwe. I spent four years in this church. My son stopped going to church and continued using and experimenting with drugs. Who were you? Who did you find out you were? After I read the Ten Commandments, I compared my life to it, and I realized I was a sinner. I understood and felt guilty in front of my son. I decided to wash his clothes, keep him clean, feed him good food, and basically try to keep him near me so he wouldn't go away. The way it was when he was younger, that would be enough for me. This wasn't a month, this was a year, this was 14 years. Can you even imagine? God whispered in my ear, tell you, son, you love him. With all the problems that were going on and all the money that I had to spend on him, in the end I was supposed to say, I love you. Now he's in the church for a while and you said he left, your son. What? What happened? He wanted to stay, but his soul wouldn't let him. I know that God was the one who guided him in that direction first, but his soul wouldn't let him. He wasn't ready. I tried to bring my sister as well. Her son was alcoholic. Together, I and my sister started praying. Her son was dying. How can this be? We prayed and prayed, and her son still died. So we both left this church and decided to not come for a whole year. Prior to the destruction of the area by an earthquake, there were mainly government buildings, establishments, that type of thing here, and the altar of Zeus. After that time, in the lower areas especially, a lot of shopkeepers moved in, so it became more of a general marketplace for the area. However, still the main attraction was Zeus, the god that looked for sacrifices, the god that looked for that type of thing, and perhaps a child from a Christian snatched from his arms. I don't know, it's just my thoughts of what could have happened because there was a great deal of persecution to the Christians in this area. And unto the angel of the church of Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works, and tribulation, and poverty, 
but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God. But certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories. In the face of death, another radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country, these and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. John speaks of tribulation lasting 10 days. The suffering and poverty of their community was well known and caused by Roman oppression and the Jewish community that did not accept Christianity. The city was famous for its loyalty to Rome and was happy to persecute Christians to please Rome. The 10-day period of tribulation has been viewed by scholars in two different ways. The first is the day-for-a-year principle the Bible sets forth in Numbers and Ezekiel. If it is understood in this manner, the 10 years fits with the period 303 to 313. During this time, Diocletian and his associates conducted the most bitter campaign of annihilation of Christianity ever suffered at the hands of pagan Rome. If, on the other hand, it is a literal 10-day period and not prophetic time, it could then mean a brief period of persecution that the Christians at Smyrna no doubt suffered in apostolic times. This, too, is a sound biblical interpretation. Gladiator games could have been referenced here as their time of persecution. Inscriptions have been found in the Agora speaking of gladiator games for five days. The stories of martyrdom associated with these games is very common. Popular punishment reserved for Christians were crucifixion, burning, or being thrown to wild animals, often carried out in open places of assembly. Your son is still a drug addict, apparently. Your sister's son has died. Now what happens in your life? In the charismatic church, they never talk about the Sabbath day. So I decided to pray to God. I prayed, Lord, you see and know the pain that I'm going through inside. Please guide me to the real church. I heard that over Saturday and Sunday, they have translated Bible messages by the name of Voice of Hope. I heard them talk about Saturday. They told us to write them and they will send my way free Bible study homework. 
So I wrote them a letter and received my first lessons from the Bible school. I was studying for about a year, and then they offered to go a little bit more in depth. I passed that as well. At the end of my lessons, they offered me a church where I went. It was an Adventist church of the seventh day. Everything that is said in church, I always make sure to check for myself before following what the Word says. I was baptized there, and for two years I'm a part of this church. I see the smile on your face, so I know you have happiness. But I imagine you still have trials and problems, but God has helped you. I want to say that today my son has been drug-free for four years. Praise the Lord. He is a Baptist and he is walking with God today. I used to attend a Baptist church and I know that God is with him and will guide him. So God is working in his life too. Yes, of course. Praise Him. Today, I hug my son. We tell each other how much we love one another. And we pray together. My son has changed a lot. He even appreciates his father. Praise the Lord. God bless us. I can't ask for anything else. So all of the time and the energy and the, the money and the people that are put into producing the AWO programs are all worth it because you're here. I pray to God and I told God that if you take my son away from these drugs, I promise that I will share this gospel everywhere I go. I will spread your word. Lily, I am really so happy that your story does have a happy ending. Many years after the persecution by the early church of Revelation, another person was persecuted by the name of Polycarp. Polycarp was the bishop here of the church in the area, lived here for many years. But he too, for his faith, was martyred. A letter known as the Martyrdom of Polycarp states that he was taken on the day of the Sabbath and killed on the great Sabbath. They hung him on the funeral pyre of fire, but he was not destroyed. And in frustration, they finally stabbed him to death. He was faithful to the end for his faith also. But persecution only made the Christians stronger. They grew in numbers and in faith as they endured the pain and suffering heaped upon them. Lily is the same. She has endured tremendous hardship and suffering, even from her own family. But despite the devil's onslaught, she has remained faithful. Lilia suffered the heartache of so many parents all around the world. She watched her son go down into the depths of hell in drug abuse. For her, it was a kind of persecution. How could she stand it? She even suffered physically and materially from it as her son sold the possessions of their house to support his drug habit. But God was faithful and she responded. The voice of hope did its job as an instrument of God and gave her hope. 
I'm standing here in the place of the old city of Smyrna. There was a Christian church here in Smyrna. It received a letter from our Lord as recorded in the book of Revelation. In this letter it told how they would be severely persecuted. But then it also said, keep faithful even to the point of death and you will receive a crown of life. Lilia is looking forward to that heavenly reward, but she also found that God gave her a sustaining power for her life even now. Power to cope, the encouragement of hope. You may have a trial in your life that you're facing right now. God will help you. I invite you to join with AWR as well as we bring hope to the thousands of people around the world who have very difficult circumstances in their lives. Let's give them something to live for. Christians are no longer dying in Roman amphitheaters, but they are dying nonetheless. They're giving up their lives because they love the gospel of Jesus Christ so much. I hope that you'll partner with us to spread the gospel to these people who are hungry and thirsty. If you'd like to do that, give us a call. 1-866-503-3531 or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904 or log on to www.awr.org. Thank you for watching and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.